Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. So welcome podcasters. My guest today is someone I've only just met, but we feel like we're going to be just great pals. This is going to be a good show. Uh, it's Michelle Myrick, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Michelle, is that right? You are. Yeah. You are. Cool. I'm going to do a very brief introduction because I think throughout the conversation we'll unlock lots of lovely stories. But Michelle is a visual artist, uh, a recording artist, that's a singer, songwriter, musician, and a published author and a life coach. And she's originally from Newfoundland, Canada, but she now lives in Norway. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So welcome, Michelle, to our podcast. So delighted to be here, Shirley. I'm glad to have you here. Um, so tell us, I, I mean, I could, I could read it. It's no fun if I read it, but tell us a little bit about your story because you've lived in a lot of different countries. You've changed, reinvented yourself so many times. Just just let us hear some of that. Well, you know, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I've had 10 lives or like a cat, nine lives. <laughs> they, it, you know, you get to a certain point where it all starts to come together and it came together for me in such an unusual way um, through the end of a paintbrush. But it, <laughs> it started, actually, really truly, I found myself at the end of that paintbrush. But it kind of started in my mid 40s. Um, I'd been like very successful, you know, I had been running charities in Canada. Um, kind of a high profile position. I was quite successful. I'd, I'd um, you know, had my own little home that I'd renovated in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland, God's country. And uh, yeah, and you know, I, I had a good job. I was single, I had no children. I was footloose, fancy free. I had a lovely home. I had a new vehicle outside the door and I had money enough to go on vacation once a year. So, you know, to the outside world, I had it all going on. I had the world by the tail. But to me, I felt at 43 years old, gosh, is this all there is? Like, I mean, is that all there is to this life? You know, working my bought off yeah. to pay for a mortgage and, and, and a house and, and a one week vacation down to Cuba or somewhere, you know, like, so there's got to be something more to it than this. And, and honestly, I, I, I went into a very deep, like, I call it come to Jesus moment. I hope you don't mind me saying that. But you know, like I really face things and, and I think we get to a certain point at a certain age probably as well that um, it's a do or die moment. You know, either you, you stay and, you know, you stay sat on the couch or you get up and you do something different. And that was my, my moment. And it took some time to come to the decision. And, you know, once you make a decision, this is the beauty. Once you decide you want something different, 
it's almost like magic starts happening. The universe starts opening up. Things start coming towards you. Doors open, people show up. And for me, what happened 12, almost 12 years ago now was that um, a friend, someone I'd known from years back, um, I, I had I come across her because of her, her cat. She was looking for a home for her cat. She was moving away. So I had just lost my cat, so I went over to meet the cat. And I ended up, I did take the cat. But Elaine was at the time was going to, um, to teach in Saudi Arabia. Now I had a teaching degree that I hadn't used in, I, I believe it was like 17, 18 years at that time, because I had left teaching and gone into the field of business, business management. And um, I knew I was looking for something new, but uh, you know, I did not expect it to be teaching because I, to be quite honest, I didn't like teaching very much in my 20s. I really I didn't feel like it fit me, and which is why I left, you know. And um, anyway, Elaine kept after me, telling me about this, working with women, which is what really appealed to me, working with young women, 18 to 24, in these all-female universities, teaching them English, and like something like that stirred in me and uh you know she talked to me about what the recruiter had told her you know about how things were starting to change in saudi arabia and women were getting more liberated and all all of that appealed to my own sensibilities of who i am as a person you know and i've done a lot of work with women in the past anyway against all odds and against even what i could have ever imagined i ended up on a plane to Saudi Arabia to go teach English, something I'd never done before, and uh, in a profession that I wasn't very, you know, chuffed about. Uh, but as it turned out, I found that as a 43-year-old, I was a completely different person in in the classroom than I was as a 23-year-old. You know, yeah. I've had so much more living. I'd had so much more happen to me. I was I was a different person. So that started, but I mean, you know, my life started to, oh, everything just changed after that. I mean, you know, I've lived, like you said, in, in five different continents. I was reunited with my very first love, my husband now. We had met in 1992 oh. in Newfoundland, and we reconnected 2012 on a beach in India. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's a lovely story. Oh, that's a whole podcast itself, uh, isn't it? That's a that's a stuff, and it's that's like a that's a fairy tale in itself. But but here's my point. My point is that when you answer your own call, you know, when you answer that desire for something else, and you say, okay. I'm gonna go see what this is all about. I'm, I'm gonna follow my curiosity, because that's all I did. I kept following my curiosity. Yeah. Oh, and, and it led me to Saudi Arabia, to South Korea, to back to the Middle East again, and to India, and now to Norway, and to painting, you know, which has literally cracked me open as a person. It has absolutely changed my life. I, I mean, I've been a singer-songwriter since I was, I don't know, teenager, right? And started writing songs in my 20s. And performing, I've always performed. I've always thought music was my thing, you know? So I, I hadn't really branched out into other kinds of art forms. But when I started painting, and, and it was just by, by chance, 
I had an interest, had a curiosity, but I felt something. I actually felt something and I paid attention to it. You know, so I kept following that curiosity, I kept following it and see where, where, where it would lead me. And I mean, where it has led me is worlds apart from where I was, you know, back home on my couch when I was 43 years old, with not a clue where I wanted to go in life and what I wanted to do in the world. You know, it's so much. I want to, I, I mean, I don't want to so much. Because it's all so fast. But at the same time, I just want to pick up on a couple of things that I think were really key in what you said. One of which you just came back to, which was that whole, you either stay on the couch or you get off the couch. That could be a product title all of its own. Um, (laughs) Because I think you're right. I think women in particular do reach that point in life where they they kind of, they do ask the question of themselves. And some will dismiss the question and say, that's not a question, you know, that's my time is gone. And others will keep, it will keep on and on and on and on. And the other point you made, which was critical, well, no, there were, there were lots, there were three in particular, <laughs> was about that decision that it's, it, it's not just a decision to move forward, it's a decision to refuse to accept where you are right now. That decision in itself, means you've got to do something else like I'm not doing this anymore I've got to do something else mm-hmm. and then following your curiosity and um, that, that got you to the painting because in my world with, with working with the way the brain works so I'm, I'm it's weird because I'm I kind of like the analytical thing and yet I'm not really scientific at all but I, I like that little underpinning bit mm. And when I was in that lost place and I had no idea, I was like, no idea what to do. I, I didn't go to the lengths that you've gone to, but, but I started to go, okay, just switch off all the, what you should do, what, you, what seems logical, what's, what fits what you've done before, planning, and just go do something that you don't know you're even going to be good at and just, just do it. And I was doing little bits of crochet and stuff. And because that opens up a different part of your brain. It certainly does, yeah. And so that's why I just wanted to come back. So, so is that your painting behind you there? Yes, yes that's one of them, yes, oh, yeah. Okay. It, uh, it actually looks so much smaller. When I come back to it, you can see how big yeah. it is. Right, but that, yeah, that's one of them. And, uh, you know, the water shows up a lot in my work, in my, in my painting. Um, I grew up at a lighthouse. In, in Newfoundland. So, and I, I come from a long heritage, six generations of lighthouse keepers as well. And uh, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's just kind of part of me. And um, I've had a lot of um, uh, personal kind of um, adversities when it comes to water. So it, it has, it's really had a profound impact on who I am as a person. And, and it just keeps coming up, it keeps coming up everywhere, you know? But um, yeah, no, what you're saying is so spot on, Shirley, because it was, it, when you make that decision, I think, and I think that that's the point of like, okay, I'm just gonna see. I mean, like I, I, I mean, honestly, my family, my friends thought I was having a midlife crisis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on, going back to a profession that I detested in my 20s, 
right, to uh, running off what looked like running off to Saudi Arabia of all places on the planet, you know, which actually feels like we're on a different planet, you know, to giving away or selling almost everything I had to in order to do that. And um, in a way, I was going through a midlife crisis. I, I was like, I was like, this is it. I, I'm just going to go. Like what I told myself is that I'll give myself three months. I can always come back. If I don't like it, I can always come back to this where I am now yeah. and try something else. Like, it's, But I think just that willingness, that willingness of opening yourself up to some kind of other possibility or some other kind of potentiality, you know, that unlocks ideas. It unlocks creativity. It, it, the way you shape your thinking changes, you know, which of course affects how you feel, which of course affects how you behave, you know, how you operate in the world. So it, and, and your results, what happens? The results of your life come from that. So it is a chain reaction, but it starts with a decision. Yeah. It starts with a decision to like really say, okay, what do I want? Yeah. And go find it, you know, experiment. I mean, I started experimenting with the painting. Like my, my first year of painting was 2017. I'm a new painter. Wow. Yeah, but like, let me tell you, it was just like opening Pandora's box because that first year I painted 138 paintings and sold almost all of them. Oh my goodness, wow. Wow. You know, which is why, which is why, and like I was painting in my sleep. Like I just couldn't get it all out fast enough. Like it was unreal, unbelievable. I'm not kidding. And and anyway, like I was looking at doing a some sort of exhibition back home to Newfoundland. Because of course, with social media these days, like I was painting pictures and I was putting them up on my Facebook page. And everybody was like, Oh, that's lovely, Michelle. You selling that? Like, how much is it? And so I'm shitting paintings, or every time there's paintings going in my suitcase, every time I'm going back home, Newfoundland, you know. So I said I'll do a, an exhibition home. So I was sat here in Norway and wondering, what will I do? What will I paint? Will I do landscapes? Will I do ocean? Will I do abstracts? What will I do? Because I've literally painted all kinds of stuff. My husband looked at me and he said why don't you paint your songs? I was, what? He said, yeah, why don't you try painting your songs? I was like, you're cracked. <laughs> you know, how do you paint a song? And I said, I don't know how to do that. And he said, how do you know you don't know how to do it until you try? I mean, I have a wonderful husband, wonderful. So I went down to my little studio the next morning and I picked the very first song that I had ever written when I was like maybe 21, 22 years old. And I painted it. And like what transpired on the canvas was only really truly minimalist compared to what transpired inside of me. Something really profound shifted inside of me and I was like, oh my God. You know, because I just let my feelings out. Now, was it easy? No, you know, it was hard to let my feelings go there because it was about a very tragic event that happened, you know, to my family. And, um, but I went there, I let myself go there and I felt something shift, I felt something change. So right there and then I knew I had to paint a bunch of my sons, 
You know, I didn't paint all of them, but I painted a lot of them. Yeah. And that became then what I what I did was I, I developed this um, live exhibition, which where I, I stood in front of audiences and told them the stories behind the songs, as well as showed them the paintings and then performed the songs. Right. And I mean, the juxtaposition between, let's say, that 21-year-old, you know, that, that wrote that song, and the 53-year-old woman that made the painting, that's what made that show so jaw-dropping, I think, because I mean, that's, I'm, not, I'm using other people's words. That's what they, they said. It was so impactful because I was telling my truth. I was telling about that journey from that 21-year-old to where I am now. And I was using my song and my painting to tell it, right? And I did that for a dozen or so songs and within a two-hour period. And, you know, every single show, people came up to me, oh my God, Michelle, that's me you were talking about up there. That's, you know, I, I went through something like that. And, you know, when you were talking about your father, I was, I was thinking about my grandmother and, you know, your song about this and that. And he said, would you please, please write a book, write a book about all of this, because we want more. Like the audience actually wanted to know the full story, you know, of, and, and that journey. So I did, I did, I wrote, I got it over there, it's called Stepping Stones. I wrote a memoir. So all of this has transpired, like in such a short span of time. And because of that book and because the impact that that's had, I've now since become a certified life coach. And, you know, I use all parts of me, surely. That's how I, what I bring to the table, you know, like I, I, I want to help women who were, who are where I was, you know, who, who are there feeling like, you know, there's gotta be something more to it than this. Mm. You know, there's just God, there is, I'm here to tell you, there is. Yeah. There is a sense of fulfillment. There is a purpose to your life. Absolutely. And I encourage everyone to go down that road. I mean, mine took many twists and turns to get here, but I mean, without a doubt, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. Without a doubt. Do you think, um, going back to the fact that you wrote songs when you were in your early 20s, mm -hmm. Do you think that that demonstrated you already had an ability that some people have to work much harder at, hello, hand in the air, um, of allowing the inside of you to actually show a bit? Because if you were writing songs like that, is that, is that what you were doing? I think that there is a part of our, our being, I don't want to say our mind, I think it's our being because what I wrote as a young woman was looking at it from my eyes and looking at it from that analytical point of view of a 50 plus woman and what I've been through since. Like, I, it, it was a whole lot more profound than what I thought it was at the time. Right. At the time, it was just an outlet. You know, it was just like, I, yeah, I, I just I just had to get this out. You know, it was that feeling and, and it wasn't, about trying to be profound or trying to be creative or trying to be, you know, uh, a famous singer songwriter or anything like that. In fact, I rarely sang my own songs, you know, I didn't have confidence. I, I've just, I've struggled with self doubt almost all my life, you know, 
mm-hmm. which is the subtitle of my book, actually, you know, from, from self-doubt to self-belief, finding meaning and purpose in your life. It's, it's, and it's really about that. Like, the, the, I don't feel that my creativeness was anything special, but it is an expression of who I am. And it, and it does provide meaning for me. And if someone else can relate to it, well, bonus. You know, that's great. But it's an expression that, and the same with the paintings and everything with now. I mean, it is an expression of me, right? It's, it's, I'm just letting that part of myself out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, it, and it feels like it has more direction and more purpose, I guess, these days, because I've gotten really in touch with my intuition. I've gotten in touch with who I am. I've faced so many truths. Excuse the lack of THs here. It is my Irish accent. I was going to say it sounds Irish. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, is that accidental? No. So are you Irish? No. A lot of Newfoundlanders sound Irish. We, okay. we, yeah, we were populated by the English, the Irish, the Scottish, French and Portuguese because of fishing. We're an island, of course, off the east coast of Canada. So, and and very remote, small little communities. So, you know, a lot of the dialects and the accents and everything is said. Now, mine has cleared up. You would think that my mother walked out of Cork, like honestly, <laughs> right? You know, um, but yeah, no, that's yeah. Uh, very yeah. Irish. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah. Irish than Canadian, definitely. Well, Newfoundland is a little, you know, we sound, we're, we're different culturally and we're, we sound different as well. We actually have our own dictionary of words, you know. Uh, honestly, that was created from the Gaelic and the French and the Portuguese. So, honestly, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, when I started teaching in Saudi Arabia first, just a quick little story. I, you know, I, I was in a room full of young women, of course, and talking away and telling stories and everything else. And, and uh, all of a sudden, all hands would go up. Teacher, 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 what's that word? You know, because they were high level English students. And uh, I go, and ah, I'd explain it, what it is. And uh, I never heard about that before, that word. You know, and they're going through their dictionaries. There's nothing in the dictionary. I was like, oh my God, that's a Newfoundland word. That's a Newfoundland word. So like, I had to become, you know, more hypervigilant about my own speech because it was yeah. just part of who I am, right? Yeah. You know, was, yeah, yeah. No, we have a lot of strange words in Newfoundland. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you about those another time, but I, I'm curious. So, when you work, so you decided to train as a life coach. Yeah. But I'm guessing that because of your background, because of your story, that your Life coaching with you, I'm guessing, is a whole different journey to life coaching with, with somebody else. So yeah. what what is it that you are changing for people? I mean, how are you working with them that gets them to a place? And where does it get them to? I'm just I'm just really curious. Mm. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I guess, you know, it's it's about building confidence. It's about getting a feeling of certainty in your life. That's where I, I bring people from, from that area of self-doubt and fear to more of a, a, you know, a courageous step forward in their life and believing in themselves because, and how I do that is probably the most unusual for a life coach. Unusual, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, okay, I'm an artist, right? I'm a visual artist, I'm a writer. I'm a musician, 
So it, it, that's part of the fabric of who Michelle Myrick is, right? So I'm using that. I'm also using my teaching skills in, in the sense of I know how to create curriculum. You know, so for example, my Be The Lighthouse program. It's called Be The Lighthouse for more than one reason, not just because I, I grew up on a lighthouse, but because I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that we all have a light inside of us, you know, that needs to be turned on. It's like the lamp in the top of the lighthouse, you know, it needs to be activated, it needs to be turned on and shone out into the world. And I mean, we can be that lighthouse of our own lives. We can be that strong, sturdy, you know, withstand any kind of a storm person for ourselves. We have all of that ability inside of us, but it just needs to be turned on. And this is how I help people. I help people see that in themselves. And I do it through creativity. Like I have this five-step program that I've integrated into into my it's a workshop that I've also just um, also uh, deliver, but I've taken parts of that and brought it into my Be the Lighthouse, where they go through a creative process of making a piece of art. Now, before you say, before you say, but I don't know how to draw. A no, stick no, 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 I wasn't going to say that at all. I think it sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, because that's what, what nine out of 10 people say is that, yeah. oh, look, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Yeah. That's not the point. It's the process. Is that process, the intuitive process of going inside, getting answers, making decisions, trusting that, and taking, bringing it out, mm. letting that come out, letting your soul speak. Right, that's what creates the art. And I've done this with, with almost 100 people now. And it's every single person makes a piece of art and they walk away from this saying, I can't believe I made that. <laughs> and, it, and it has so much meaning for them because it comes straight from their soul. And, and through that process, they've accessed intuition. They've gotten in touch with it. They've listened, they've learned from it. They've, they've taken the advice and acted upon it. I mean, that's what we got to do in our lives. Mm. That's how we how we blossom in our lives. The majority of us grew up with a, a map, whether it was given to us or whether we designed it ourselves, of what's going to bring us happiness. So almost everybody's map looks the same, right? Get an education. Mm -hmm. Get a good job. Yeah. Find a partner. Yeah. Get a good place to live. Probably have a few kids or a dog or something, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, make, make X amount of dollars and that's supposed to bring you happiness. Yeah. That's a map. Mm. But what I propose is like aligning more with your soul's compass so that the landmarks are your, that you're, instead of the landmarks on your map, those five things that I just illustrated, it's more about what you, you're, you're guided by your feelings, you're guided by your intuition. We have that innate ability. We use it all the time as children. You know, we only did what was, we only did what made us happy as children. That was it. We weren't having anything else, right? You know, we didn't pay attention to anything else. That was it. If it didn't suit us, we were out there, right? But we lost that way because we started following the map. Yeah. We were taught to do something different. Exactly. Yeah. 
right? But honestly, and I bet you you'll agree with me, when you start following that soul's compass, that's where your joy is. You create it from the inside out. That's where your happiness lies, is in there, in that inner knowing, in that inner direction, right? That inner guidance. And that's what I help people find. And then, then we take it, we take it and we develop, what do you want? Where do you want to go with this now? And develop a plan. Like, I'm all about actionable steps, Shirley. Like, I, I can stand up in front and teach anybody anything, but if you don't do anything with it, what's the point? Yes. What's the point, right? You know, so I, my my participants in my program, they have homework. They have, like, they I, they have to do stuff, you know? So, and they, and they eagerly do it because once you start feeling this, once you start feeling that fire inside, uh-huh. all you want to do is fan it. You just want it to grow, right? Then, then my friend, you become a beacon. That's what a lighthouse is. It's a beacon, right? And you attract everything you want. Everything you desire comes to you because it finds you. I, I love it. I'm personally feeling very inspired, Michelle. Um, so I, I just think my listeners are going to love you. Love you. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. I have a little gift for your listeners Ooh. if they're interested. Oh, should I write this? I better write this down, haven't I? Let and you know down. something? It's, it is a little short little workshop that I'd like to offer them for free. And Ooh. it's... It really is about using, well, that's the title, using art to embody awareness. Because, you know, we have so much knowledge inside of us, Shirley. So much wisdom that we don't pay attention to. Mm. And there's a way, and, and I teach people this in a very short workshop, in 45 minutes or less, of how to use art to embody that knowledge, embody that awareness, make it part of your daily life. It's coming from inside of you, right? It is who you are. It is your truth. THs again, I'm sorry. I'm not very sorry, Rish. Right? I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, I, listen, I've embraced my lack of THs. Yeah. I've had to. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm holding this uh, workshop in August. And uh, if people are interested, they can just go to my website, michellemyrick.com forward slash art. in the notes. I'll make sure that's in the yeah. notes. Yeah. I'd love for them to come. If this is something that speaks to them, listen to that calling, you know, follow that curiosity. See what's in there to come out. I mean, aren't you curious? Right. Well, I am. I'm just cool. I just think it's so exciting. I'm so glad, you know, that kind of serendipity thing. Um, that when it came to this podcast in particular, you know, I, I began. I started off with no plan. There's still no plan, by the way. Um, and people started coming and wanting to be guests. And initially, you get that kind of flattery thing of, oh, people want to be guests. And then I started looking a bit more deeper. I thought, mm, but are these are these people right for what I'm about and what this podcast? Because it's so easy to get drawn back to that whole, you know, you're back in someone else's map, as you call it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had to draw myself back a little bit. Go, no, 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 no. 
um, I know the kind of people I want. So I said no to quite a few people, and I and I've even set something up and go mm, change my mind. Really sorry. Um, and so when you got in touch, I just loved your story, and I and I love it even more now. So I'm. No, <laughs> thank you. But um, I, I really believe there's no mistakes. Like I, I I do live my life that way, you know. And all nine lives that I've had, I've lived that way, honestly, because you know. And and here's the reason that I call my book Stepping Stones. Actually, it's because listen for for so long i let the experiences of my life pull me down hold me down actually you know and really and truly when you start really facing and taking responsibility for your own actions your own behaviors your feelings your thoughts you know and and owning your experiences owning them taking the nuggets of lesson of wisdom out of that and using it they become stepping stones. It becomes a stepping stone for your life. And it's a whole different shift in perspective about looking at your past. Like, a, you know, a lot of coaches, and I'm, I'm probably the opposite this way, they'll say like, you know, just, just for, move forward. You know, just don't forget about the past. Forget it, it's gone, it's done, move on. I don't say that. You know, our past, we take our past with us. So let's heal it. Let's heal that stuff, you know, let's, listen, everybody has a story. You don't get this far in life without one, honestly. And if, if, if you don't understand why that has been part of your journey, it is going to hold you down. But when you understand and when you take the meaning from it, it literally gives you wings. It gives you wings, right? It just, puts things in a completely different ball field altogether. I ran from my truth forever. I ran from it, you know. I tried to drown it in a bottle of booze, right? <laughs> Not a way. Honestly, I won't be honest, right? You know, I denied it. I denied it for a very, very long time. And it wasn't until I started accepting that and owning it and understanding it, processing it, right, that it has changed my life, you know? That's possible for anybody. Well, I lo I'm loath to close, but um, I think we could pick up at another time and, and you've inspired us so much, thank you. It's just been lovely hearing just a little bit of your story. And I'm it's sure people will great. want to connect. Um, it's been great to be here, Shirley. Honestly, thank you for having me on. Oh, and as you can see, I can talk forever. Oh, <laughs> But it's, you can feel the passion, you know, it's not just blah, 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 blah. You know, it's no. passion and it's, I'm sure everyone's attention is utterly wrapped and, and you know, can't wait for the next thing. So I'm sure I'll put it in the notes, but it's michellemyrick.com forward slash art. Is that right? Art, yes, just A-R-T for, for, the, for the workshop. The the workshop. For the yeah. workshop. Yeah. All right, thank yeah. you so much. Um, maybe we should do this again sometime but for now i would love that shirley honestly i feel like i've known you forever i know <laughs> synergy like, like just synergy i mean that's that's how how life goes isn't it it is isn't and, it lovely when you, when you align with your purpose like honestly that's it you're aligned with yours i'm aligned with mine come on sister bring it on <laughs> <laughs> all right 
thank you so much for now and um thank you for, i'll see you in another episode soon Bye. Bye.